Welcome to the Live Full Podcast, a weekly conversation to help you pursue word and spirit for everyday life. Prophesying isn't a fixed natural skill that you either have or not. In this episode, you'll learn how to grow in hearing the spirit through practice. Have you ever thought that God gave you a prophecy, but you kept it to yourself out of fear of getting it wrong? You can grow in both clarity and confidence in prophecy. It just takes some spirit-filled practice. This summer, we're releasing a group Bible study based on the So Seen series to help you practice prophecy together for the glory of Christ. To sign up to receive the group guide, visit livefull.org guides. Joey, when was the time you were really excited to give someone a gift? Someone a gift. <laughs> I mean, engagement is one of the <laughs> biggest ones. I proposed to Kelly that we had that ring. Uh, I had, I, I feel like when I got that ring, it was like, I need to get this out of my hands as quick as possible. It <laughs> felt like a thousand pounds, but I proposed in the beginning of my junior year of college to Kelly in the beginning of your junior beginning year, beginning of junior year of college. So we were like, we were babies, but it was definitely, we were, we were ready to be engaged. So that's one, a gift that I was, the question is a gift I was excited mm-hmm. to give to somebody. That's definitely, I mean, probably the biggest one. Um, we also, Ruthie and Wit, uh, for Christmas, we got them a gift that I did not understand what was the big deal about it until I gave it to them. And now I see, have you heard of, have you heard of the nugget? I know what it is because of your family. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, like we're the only, okay. Yeah. I think it's pretty popular. If it was just oh. us, it would, I would feel more, a little bit more like, is this weird? But it is, um, okay, so this nugget, it you know when you like pull the cushions off your couch and they're on the floor? Mm-hmm. It's like that, but someone made that into a product and <laughs> there it is, a lot of people have these nuggets. Um, <laughs> but that was like our big Christmas present for them. And they were so excited. And now like they love it. Whitson loves wrestling on the nugget. They turn it into a castle, like a slide. And they're getting old enough now where like Christmas, when they were, when you, when you have Christmas and like a newborn, you get really excited. You're like, let me, and they're just like slobbering all over themselves. And like, they have no idea what's going on. Like they have, they have no, you're like excited because you're like, oh, it's their first Christmas. But, um, they're getting to the point where they actually know what's going on and mm. they're excited about it and they like love Christmas. And we're also making it our own, like the, our own like rituals mm. and, and liturgy story and rhythms, mm. not just rituals, rhythms as we talked about last year's, but that's yeah. such a good point. Someone made so much money off the nugget and it's literally just like it's cushions tough. that are like on the ground. But the branding's <laughs> awesome. I don't know why, but like. Playing on the nugget is a really cool thing. Just like, hey, you want to go play on the nugget? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's. I think the branding was Meet really me good. on the nugget. Yeah, <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> it's a funny name. This is the second time we've referenced nuggets. The McDonald, <laughs> the McDonald's nuggets, a yes, while back, and then now true. a very different kind of nugget. More yeah. quali- This one's more quality. But yeah, and I. But this one also comes in four shapes. Wait, really? <laughs> I don't. I don't actually know. <laughs> but no, I think there are actually four different pieces of the nugget, like McDonald's. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, mine is I last Christmas gave my papa, who's like pretty old. He's almost ninety, but I gave him this blanket with like all of our faces on it, like my face, my brother's face, like pr- like mm. kind of printed on there. And I just knew it was a gift he would really appreciate because he just really loves our family. But I had to break the news to him. He thought I like hand 
made it, which I don't know what he, like he thought I had somehow, I guess, like crafted it together with my own hands. And he was like, this is incredible. Like, and I was like, oh, Papa, like there's something called Shutterfly and it it printed our, and he didn't think it was as cool after that, but he still appreciated the gift. I was so excited to give it to him. Yeah. There's something about those, those can be cool to like print things, but have you seen the socks that have? Have people's <laughs> yeah. face on it. There's something about that that feels a little bit like I think I got socks with Ruthie's face on it one time, and I felt like this is almost dishonoring to Ruthie. Like she, it's like her face wrapped around my ankle, and it's like <laughs> on, my on under my like feet. I don't know. I, it didn't work out for too long. So Wait, sometimes <laughs> the blanket was a cool application, but the socks, I don't know. You got socks of her face. Yeah. Oh no. For you. Yeah. Oh. It wasn't. It wasn't my idea. I got socks like of Ruthie's, and they're no longer in my socks. Oh. Room. Sorry for if. Any my family members who gave that to me with her, but <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't work. I was like, no, she, she's in my heart. She doesn't need to be on my side. <laughs> on so, my yeah. Well, on this episode, we're continuing our series on so seen where we're, uh, last week we talked about who can, um, who can prophesy. Um, and we talked about if you are a child of God, if you have the Holy spirit poured out onto you, then you can experience, um, God speaking to you through prophecy and, we want to talk more on this episode of uh, what do you need to know when it comes to giving prophetic words, giving prophecy to your brothers and sisters, um, which in, in talking about even how we're talking about giving each other gifts, giving uh, the giving prophecy to a brother or sister is like delivering a gift that was handpicked out for them by God that is special for them with their name specifically written on it. And it's full of love and you just get to, you get to give it to them. Um, and we get to in freedom, follow the Holy spirit into what does it look like? What do we need to know when it comes to sharing prophetic words with brothers and sisters, delivering this gift that God gives? Yeah, this is the, this is a key step in growing in the prophetic, growing in Mm -hmm. not just receiving God's specific love through prophecy, but giving it because if we're never giving what God gives to us in prophecy, then we're not going to hear his voice. I think Mark four, where Jesus says, pay attention to what you hear for with the measure you use, it will be measured to Mm -hmm. you and still you will have an abundance. And there's this, uh, there, there definitely, it's true that if you will faithfully steward the prophetic words that God gives you, you'll receive more of them. But if, mm-hmm. if there's this wall of fear of man, uh, a wall of not wanting to embarrass yourself, a wall of shame that keeps you from giving prophecy to others, then you won't be able to receive them mm-hmm. and enter into this joyful practice mm-hmm. of prophecy. Uh, and, and where I think to start in this is the first step in entering into these so what we would call like so seen experiences, either the experience of receiving the specific love of God through prophecy or giving God's specific love through prophesying. The very first step is faith. Mm-hmm. The very first step is faith. If we don't have faith to enter into these moments and deliver, then we won't actually have a posture that's able to receive a word from the Holy Spirit. I think of Matthew chapter 13, where Jesus, uh, Jesus is ministering, and it says, uh, it says as he's ministering that he was unable to do many mighty works in this town because of their unbelief. 
And you think about it, it's like, wait, what does that mean? Jesus, Jesus could not, he, like he would not do many mighty works. How is that possible? Like Mm -hmm. Jesus can do all things. Well, there's this, there's this, um, thread throughout the gospels where Jesus delights in honors, rewards, Mm -hmm. faith, and where unbelief, cynicism, skepticism, actually, like we've talked about in first Thessalonians five quenches the spirit. So the very first counsel we'd give on, all right, how do you enter into like giving prophecy Mm -hmm. is falling, fall on the side of faith, Mm -hmm. fall on the side of faith. If you're listening to this in, uh, and you live in some kind of Western culture of some sort, whether that's in the States or in Europe or Canada Mm -hmm. or, uh, kind of in that sphere right now, you are in a culture. You have to know where you are. You're swimming in a culture that is drifting hard toward skepticism, toward Mm -hmm. naturalism, toward of lack of belief in the supernatural. Mm-hmm. If you want to enter into God's world, the world of the scriptures, the world where mm-hmm. there's a spiritual realm and God moves with signs and wonders, then you have to know that, okay, I'm, I am going to by nature drift towards skepticism. And I, if I'm, if I'm mm-hmm. going to lean somewhere, I'm going to lean by faith, mm-hmm. knowing that everything else is going to push me towards skepticism. Mm-hmm. So the encouragement for you is if you're wondering, all right, I, I, I kind of got this word and should I do something with it? If you're just getting started in the work of prophecy, say start by testing, start by bringing it out. I love what you emphasized in the last episode, how Paul says, test everything, mm-hmm. just test everything. And the more that you test everything, the more your testing and discernment is going to be refined. Mm-hmm. I just say for me, like I have gotten it wrong a bunch. I, I think of, um, an example where I might've shared this on the podcast already, but I had this dream that included someone like having a, um, having a child, uh, and then the child had like these medical issues, but then it turned out okay. And all that, I saw this person the next day and I just like immediately went up to him and was like, Hey, I had this dream mm-hmm. about you. And it, and it was like a, a dream with some pretty serious stuff. Like they had a kid who had some medical issues and then they were okay. And I definitely should have, I shouldn't have just like spurred it. I should have put that to prayer, actually mm-hmm. weighed that before the Lord, something that weighty and serious. I should have brought before the Lord, at least even just asked God, mm-hmm. do you want me to share this with them? Or is this something I just need to pray about? And I didn't do that. But I would say, even though I wish in that moment I had, and I went back and I apologized to the sister for my like rashness and not testing it as I should have. While I wish I had waited on the Lord and, and sought him, truly, and there's some ways where I'm like, I'm glad that I made that mistake. I'm glad mm-hmm. I just went for it and tested it because it was actually by just going for it and falling on the fi- side of faith that I learned the lesson of, okay, in a situation like that, Mm-hmm. next time I need to bring that before the Lord. But brother and sister, here's the good news. After I did that, I didn't go to the Lord and the Lord said, okay, never again. You messed it up. Mm-hmm. Like I gave you something and you <clears throat> totally blew it. Like I'm not going to give you thing, anything more. I, I truly believe we see this in Jesus heart through the gospels. Mm-hmm. God was pleased with my faith. Even if he wanted to teach me more about mm-hmm. what to do with the, mm-hmm. with a prophetic word. So mm-hmm. fall on the side of faith. Mm-hmm. And I, I've seen in your life, Joey, just many moments where God and his grace has poured out onto you, like a prophetic word or image or impression and where you've, you've continually stepped out in faith. And I love that you didn't hold yourself back in fear of, oh no, I don't want to mess this up of 
no, God only, he calls us to fall on the side of faith, not fear, um, which can often surround, I think, when when someone receives maybe a prophetic word, it's this feeling of fear. Um, mm. When God wants to, he wants to give a generous gift to a brother or a sister and, um, and to know even the enemy he loves to bring about, he loves to bring about fear. Um, and a way to just even oppose him is to fall on the side of faith. It's time for this week's Word and Spirit Testimony, a story of how God is moving through Word and Spirit in your everyday life. Hey, my name is Noah Adderman, and this is my Word and Spirit Testimony. For months, my wife and I prayed, Lord, would you give us a child? And we had gone through a season where we just hadn't seen God answer a whole lot of prayer, and we really hadn't heard from the voice of the Lord that frequently. And one day when I was practicing listening prayer, just begging the Lord to speak, I believe he said, you will have a son. And I didn't know if that was the Lord or if that was just a voice in my head, but I, I asked the Lord, hey, if that were if that was you, would you reveal that to me in a dream tonight? And that night I had a dream of my daughter, our daughter and our son-to-be playing in our living room. And I just knew, I just knew it was from the Lord. A few days later, my wife started getting positive pregnancy tests, and we are having a son. He's coming in just a few months, but I just want to just take a moment and just remember and thank God for His kindness in that He didn't have to speak. He didn't have to give me a dream, and yet He did, to reassure me of His goodness and His faithfulness in the land of the living. Thanks, y'all. Do you have a word in spirit testimony? Whether it's an encouragement from the word, a story of the spirit's power, or a way that God has used a live full resource in your life, we'd love to hear from you. Share your story with us by visiting livefull.org story. Now back to the episode. In the practicals of of what do you do when you think you've received a prophetic word we're also you'll notice like we're not giving any formula here because there's no formula in scripture for how to give prophecy we don't see any anywhere where god specifically says in the scripture this is the exact way to deliver a prophetic word um but by his grace god God generously pours out the gift of prophecy and he continually pours out his presence to show us and guide us um, it, through his spirit of what steps to take by staying in step with the spirit, not just when you receive a prophetic word, but when you um, desire to de- like deliver it to a brother or sister, go to God first and keep continually going to God when when you're unsure. Because um, I think even for myself, as I've, as I've walked in this gifting, um, I don't have it mastered. I still stumble and fall. And there's many times where I say, Lord, I don't I don't know what you're asking me to do with this. God isn't expecting you to just automatically know when you receive Mm -hmm. a prophetic word what to do with it. Mm -hmm. He wants you to ask. He wants you to come to him because he wants us to be like needy for him to, to help. And that's why we've been given the Holy Spirit who is sufficient to help us. Um, that we don't have to look outside of the Holy Spirit for, okay, where's a where's a formula that can show me how to do this? No, 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 look to the Spirit. That's why you've been been given to Him and God doesn't leave the gift at the doorstep and then leave and just expect you to figure it out. That's not the kind of Father that God is. He loves 
walking with his children. And I know that God loved, even in your story, Joe, like God was walking with you. He didn't leave you. Like he mm-hmm. was there with you, even when you stumbled and fell and you still experienced just his face shining upon you. Um, That's good. Yeah. There's no stupid questions when it comes mm-hmm. to discerning prophecy with Jesus. Like I, uh, and, and, uh, and when you're going to Jesus, of course, as in all things, come to him with fear and trembling, mm-hmm. come to him with honor and worship and reverence, but like talk to him mm-hmm. about what you're going through. I think a lot of, we can almost have this image of Jesus that he's just like, like a stern, um, like robed figure that if we have, if we're in prayer and we get an image of something that might, or a word that might seem silly to us, like, oh, I can't talk to him about that. I gotta have to mm-hmm. figure that on my own and take the the lesson from the story I shared is the, a really simple step that would have helped a lot. I should have just gone to God mm-hmm. with that and said, okay, Lord, thank you for that dream. What do I do with this? Mm-hmm. There is no step in the process of prophecy that you should do alone. Mm -hmm. Receiving, discerning, interpreting, delivering, I don't know, processing it, uh, processing how the other person responds to your delivery. Mm -hmm. Do all of it with Jesus. Do all of it with Jesus, hand in hand with him. And that's how he's going to teach you to do it. He's going to teach you to to deliver. Um, But I I do, uh, one. so that's one takeaway is go to God. Another one, as we've said, is fall on the side of faith. I just think, most are some there there's um there might be some brothers and sisters listening to this that they're in an environment where just prophecy is just being tossed to and fro and almost treated irreverently and and I'll uh, we'll touch on that in a bit but I do think a lot there are a lot of brothers and sisters where like okay here's here's the test case look at your church and has there been a prophecy spoken in the service in the last 6 months mm-hmm. Um, look at your community group. Has there been a prophecy spoken in the last two months? Um, look at your friend group. Has there been a, prof- a, a prophetic moment in the last month? If the answer to all of those is no, you are not falling on the mm. side of faith. You are in a culture and an environment of you know, truthfully despising prophecy mm-hmm. and quenching the spirit. Mm-hmm. And I just say like my my counsel for you would probably be like, by the power of the Holy Spirit and with the scriptures and the testing of the spirit, go for it. Mm-hmm. Just go like, I, I'm just encouraging you like step out because if that's the case for you, you're in an environment where there's not a lot of going for it. Mm-hmm. And th- I fear you might be in a place where it's hard for Jesus to like get in a word because of their unbelief. Mm-hmm. Um, but a few, just a few pieces of counsel from, from my experience as someone who, at least as far as I can discern right now, I don't have the gift of prophecy, but I have been practicing the prophetic Mm -hmm. as just a son of God in the new covenant under Mm -hmm. Acts 2, is a few things. Just don't, I'd summarize it this way really simply. Don't be flippant. Mm -hmm. Don't be flippant. Flippant. That's hard to say. Flippant. (laughs) Flippant. Don't be flippant. That's what I mean. Am I saying it right? I I think so. Okay. All right. F L I P P A N T in case I, in case I don't even know, I don't feel like I have an accent, but I feel like some kind of accent <laughs> came out there. Don't be flip, uh, flippant. Uh, I have like, I'm from Charlotte and my dad's from Jersey. So I feel like I've got, mm-hmm. I've got some like Southern in me, but sometimes I get some like water, like my, I can't even do it, but I feel like my dad has some Jersey in there. So anyway, okay. Don't be flippant. Don't be fearful. Be faithful. Let me say that again. Don't be flippant. Don't be fearful. Be faithful. 
When I say don't be flippant, what I mean is, I need to figure out a different word to say that I can't say it. Don't be flippant. Mm -hmm. What I mean is don't just throw stuff out. Like that's mm -hmm. something I did with that dream. If you're in, if you're in, uh, in like in a prayer group and okay, uh, you're just praying. Okay. The first thing that comes to mind is a shark. All right, guys, I see a shark. I see a shark. You know, I don't know. I don't know. You know, we're just, we're just prophesying in here. Like, I don't, who, who really, who cares? Like, I'm just going to throw like almost like the approach of just like throwing stuff against mm -hmm. a wall and seeing what sticks. Okay, we're talking about falling on the side of faith. Yes, fall on the side of faith. But do it with Jesus and do it as you're in prayer with him and processing with him. I do think there's a way that like we can almost handle prophecy irreverently and mm -hmm. not in the fear of the Lord. Mm -hmm. So that's just my only encouragement there is that uh, and all you need to do there, you don't need to be fearful, is just go to him in prayer. But the second is don't be fearful, and that's what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Like do not be afraid or even um like have, have this just hesitancy of what are they going to think about me? You need to be thinking of like, what is Jesus thinking of me? Mm -hmm. And does he see me as someone, a son or a daughter mm -hmm. who I, my encouragement to you, brother, sister is be someone on earth that Jesus can say, I can give something to them and they will give it to another. Yeah, I can call them to do seven. If Jesus wanted to tell you to do seven backflips, so that he could display his glory on earth through someone being crazy enough to do seven backflips just because Jesus told him to be that person. Yeah. Like be a fool for Christ where Jesus can tell you to do whatever he wants to do for his glory and his mm -hmm. reign. And you say, yes, Lord, yes, mm -hmm. Lord, yes, Lord. Mm -hmm. So don't be fearful. The, the, the key is be faithful. And what mm -hmm. I mean, I literally mean faithful, like filled with faith. Mm -hmm. Romans 12 verse six says, I think it's verse six, might be verse eight says, Whoever prophesies, let them prophesy in proportion to your faith. Mm -hmm. And I'd love for you to speak a little bit on this, Cassidy, because I there can be some counsel sometimes of, okay, since prophecy needs to be tested, we should always deliver it in a way that is like super uh, kind of almost uncertain. Like, ah, you know, I, I was in prayer and I don't know. I kind of, mm -hmm. I don't know if I got this image, but kind of, I don't know. This is what, and oh, we're so uncertain but I, I think there are times where, okay, if God has given you faith with a prophetic word, deliver it mm -hmm. in proportion with that faith. Mm -hmm. If he hasn't, be honest about that. And you can deliver and say, hey, I got this prayer. And truly, I, I'm not sure about this, but I want you to test it. Yeah. But I think there are times where God can clothe you with a word where you can say, like, I think, okay, I, I think we have to do something with the fact that Agabus in the book of Acts, he does say, thus says the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And there are, and that is Agabus was a prophet who had been, his prophecies had been tested time and time again. He had a clothing of faith that was distinct. Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes as we're talking about New Testament, New Testament prophecy, we can like rule out totally God giving someone that kind of faith. Mm -hmm. And it, yeah, I love that it says in proportion to your faith and not in proportion to the circumstance, in proportion yeah. to how well you know this person. I think when I first started walking this gifting, I believed the lie of, oh, God will only give me words for people I know the best, um, or that feels safest. You know what I mean? And God opened my eyes of, no, this builds up the church. And yes, the, the there are brothers and sisters who you're going to be closer to, but there's also brothers 
brothers and sisters you have in Christ that you've never met before, that in prophesying in proportion to the faith God gives you may mean you share a confident prophetic word to someone you've never met before, because that's, that's what God can do that. Like he can do anything or even Jesus had never met the, the woman at the well. Um, he had never met her before and he prophesied in to her heart. And, um, I think that it, there's even coming back to like, there's no formula. There's no, Mm. okay. So Mm you know, if it's this kind of circumstance, you know, be really humble. If it's about pregnancy or about like, we're not going to name things like, oh, in these circumstances, this is how you should deliver a word because God could have you very, give you this confidence that, oh, this is, um, this is what's going on in someone's life. And you deliver it by the Holy spirit full of boldness. Um, just like when, Paul is it's Paul in Acts 14 when he says he sees someone's faith and he says you're like he confidently says stand up and you're you're made Mm -hmm. well just you hear this even how God can bring about um this gifting of prophecy but also this great faith to supply both working together um and, and to where it really in every situation it just makes us really dependent on the Holy Spirit because I've I've had moments where um, God has led me to to share very confidently and boldly of this is like what I believe that the Lord is saying in other moments where I um, I think I have quenched the spirit and being more hesitant um, and like shirking back from the boldness that the, that the spirit was giving me. And I think in, yeah, in God's kindness and his grace, uh, he's been so present as I just practice and immerse myself in these things and look to him to to grow me um but the encouragement is prophesy in proportion to the the faith that god gives not to the circumstance not to how well you know the person or everything else that you can fill in in the blank um look to jesus yeah that's good don't worry about oswald chambers has a quote and i'm kind of paraphrasing here but don't worry about sounding humble before people Mm -hmm. worry about sounding humble before God. Mm -hmm. And there are things that sound humble before people that are actually an insult to the certainty Mm -hmm. and clarity and faith that God has given you. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's also, you can sound really bold and confident before people, but it's not humble before the Lord because the Lord knows I didn't give you that kind of faith and certainty. Mm -hmm. So all you need to worry about you can, if you, if you, God has clothed you with boldness and you go before people and you sound uncertain, that might sound humble for people, but it's not humble for the Mm -hmm. Lord. Now in an environment where probably a more charismatic leaning environment where maybe thus says the Lord or thus says the Holy Spirit is tossed around to irreverently. I think the problem there is not that people are prophesying boldly. It's that they're often getting ahead of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. to do it. Mm-hmm. They're not prophesying in proportion to their faith. And the the rule that helps all across the board is just stay in step with the Spirit. Mm-hmm. If he's given you a word and there's this much faith he's given, just give it with that much faith. Don't, this is not fake it till you make it. You mm-hmm. can't like increase the certainty of the word by saying, thus says the Lord, mm-hmm. or God told me to tell mm-hmm. you. No, no, you like the, the word is what God gave it to you. Mm-hmm. And it, but if he gives it to you with some certainty, I think what we're telling is we don't want in everything with live full, we're seeking to do. 
is operate by the scriptures. Yeah. And when it comes to prophecy, we can't, there can be almost these application of rules around the prophetic. And I think the only rule around the prophetic that the scriptures give us is do not despise prophecies, mm-hmm. earnestly desire them, test everything, yeah. hold fast to what is good and abstain from every form mm-hmm. of evil. I don't know how many rules that was, maybe six. And those are the scriptural rules. Mm-hmm. And between that, the the what we need to be operating is maybe the rule of faith like yeah. the mm-hmm. rule of let's walk with Jesus and practice faith mm-hmm. to do it yes fall on the side of faith I love it well that's all that we have for this episode next week we'll be diving into more so seen experiences as we continue this series and as you continue to learn about prophecy with us remember you are so seen and so loved by God Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Live Full podcast. All of our episodes are now available on YouTube at livefull.org slash YouTube. If you're watching this, hit subscribe and you'll get notified about new word and spirit teachings. One of the best ways you can follow the spirit is by practicing your spiritual gift. And we wrote a book to help you do just that. And if you'd like to learn how to know your gift and how to practice it, you can get a copy of the book, Use Your Gift at livefull.org slash book.